0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com/slash. Watch out for fireballs. Over one hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Gleam the cube.
1: Whoa! I'm getting ready to grind rails and do a ten 1040- forty backslash hate my dad whoa I'm a dogtown lord
0: oh no don't cube <laughs> gleam don't grind on the edge of the bunker Gary you're gonna mess up my chip shot
1: oh what, what's the what's the medical
0: uh, my heart's not in it gary um I feel like you know this is a weird episode that comes at this awesome time for us and I would almost like rather use this time to talk about this awesome thing that we've been hinting about.
1: All the, uh, you don't want to use all of my 540 boneside jokes that I wrote because it refers to the trick, but it also means, um, your dick. No,
0: I'm going to kickflip McTwist my way out of this one if that's okay with you.
1: All right. Okay. Uh, Do unto Air Christ as (laughs) you do unto unto us. (laughs) Yeah, let's, uh, I'll go with it. Let's, uh, let's talk about this thing instead.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll try and make it quick, but we want to let you know what's happening. So, uh, we want to do a
1: live show. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I I come from like I, I come from a performance background. <laughs> it sounds very uh, dumb and theatrical, but I was in tons of bands. I love you know I like doing things live. Yeah, like that is a fun thing for me, and I've always wanted to do this show live. Um, last year when we did the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, um, I tried to pitch doing a live watch out for fireballs, but we were just a babby show. We were We didn't have the the, the weight of the world behind us and in our corner like we do now. This year, we're going to do it.
0: So we have the time slot, we have like the commitment, but we don't have the means.
1: Something that you may not realize about the live show that we did, or not live show, but the Portland Retro Gaming Show we did last year, was it was really expensive. (laughs) Like uh, we had to pay, you know, we had to take a bunch of time off work. Cole had to fly out. Um, we had to rent a booth, we had to rent all of this stuff, and we 're still going to do all of that, like the renting the booth, but it was really expensive, so we are turning like so many uh, people we are turning to Kickstarter to raise some funds and uh, do this live show and do it right yes time.
0: so we know it 's going to be like a full episode of the show uh, we 're going to be you know, we 're going to pick a game we 're going to get in front of a crowd we 're going to record it live, and we think that you 're going to enjoy it
1: like it 's not we 're going to pick a game we 've already picked the game, yes, so we can say with confidence that it 's cool <laughs> and it 's really appropriate to the venue. We're also going to do the same thing we did last time where we have people from the, the show play the game yes. and talk about it. So if you like that episode and the numbers bear out that you know, people did, people definitely got into that episode, it's, that, that's going to be included as well. We're not, doing any, we're not taking anything away. Right. We're just adding. Yeah. So, so a, a regular episode of the show on this thing in front of a you know, totally different energy in front of people, um, something we really want to do. It's going to have the kind of crowd, you know, live responses your responses are still going to be welcome. All of that stuff, probably going to be a big episode, big extra episode mm-hmm. altogether. Um, and it's going to take, you know, equipment and all this kind of stuff that we, uh, we can't afford. So our goal
0: is modest. We think that the rewards are pretty cool and we have Mm -hmm. some awesome stuff planned that kind of surrounds this, uh, you know, vis-a-vis stretch goals, Mm -hmm. um, some, some, you know, some announcements that we're going to make during it. So this is kind of a general push for, you know, for, 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 WAF centered around this live show idea that we have.
1: Yes. So included in that, and just in the interest of full transparency, because, uh, I can speak for Cole. In that uh, we hate uh, people misusing this kind of thing, and we do not, right. you know. And we both feel goofy asking for money or asking. We feel weird asking for iTunes reviews, <laughs> which like that's that's what podcasts are. <laughs> like that's the <laughs> currency here, and we still feel weird about it. So we're not self promotional dudes. Um, so just in full transparency, like s- stretch goals are going to be things. Think about things we could do if we had more time. Right. So we're going to take more time to be in the same same city and do cool stuff that we could only do that way. And uh, anything that we do, you get for backing backing the show. So like any extra money we have, if we do new episodes, if we do specials, if we do whatever we do, you're gonna get. Um, you're gonna get a bunch of you know, there's some tchotchkes, there's some you know, digital rewards, things like that, all that stuff. If you go to uh, www.duckfeed.tv/kickstarter, that's gonna redirect you to the Kickstarter. You can check it out. You can watch a really funny video, cool edited the shit out of it, super good <laughs> job. Um, you know, we had some help, and but it came together real well. We're both real proud of it. And uh, and and support the show. So you'll have a
0: month. You're going to be hearing about it across the network. You know, at least this episode and the next episode of WAF, and then you know yeah. we'll have a little bumper on everything. We apologize for invading. Everybody. Yeah, God,
1: God help you if you know me in real life, because, <laughs> because you you are going to hate me for for thirty days. Um, but just we're really, I mean, we really want to make it happen. Yeah, like it's just it's it's, it's a it's going to be a real fucking neat thing. So go to duckfeed.tv
0: slash Kickstarter, check out the video, check out the rewards, see, you know, how that strikes you. And we will be more than happy to answer any questions that you have about it. And we hope that you are as excited about this as we are, because this is a really cool thing and we want to do it for you.
1: So do you want to do this show, Gary? Yeah, let's, uh, in the meantime, let's <laughs> talk about, uh, well, let's cut in the music real quick. <music> My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro video games podcast.
0: And this week we are talking about two games. Well, two series. One series, one game. Oh God, help. No, no. (laughs) But we're talking about Mario Golf and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Yep.
1: And uh, so side A, we're going to talk about Mario Golf uh, first. And then we're going to talk about Tony Hawk 2 in the second half. Uh, bear with us; it's a weirdo episode for us. We've never done this, and uh, let us know what you think because we have some other cool games we'd like to do in this format. But uh, it's going this is a pilot run. Definitely We're doing it live. we t- uh, So first up, uh, about Mario Golf. Um, Mario Golf is a series of golf games developed by Camelot Software uh, and planning for. Sorry. <laughs> oh, and- Normally, I do this part. Yes, Paul. <laughs> cool, how do you do these first paragraphs? <laughs> They're so do want so to,
0: tricky. Do, I, do you want me? Do you want me to pick it up?
1: uh yeah. Please, please shore up my weakness. Okay. Uh, you you are the Steadman <laughs> to my to my Oprah like uh, rotundity. <laughs> so okay.
0: So here 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 we go. Hmm? This week we're talking about Mario Golf, which is a series of golf games developed by Camelot Software Planning for various systems between 1999 and today.
1: Yeah. And the uh, the primary games that we're talking about for the series are Mario Golf for the Nintendo 64, Mario Golf Advance Tour for the Game Boy Advance, and Mario Golf Toadstool Tour for the GameCube. Now, you may be thinking, whoa, 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 whoa. Those guys said they were just talking about Mario Golf for the Nintendo 64. Trust me, all will be explained. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah.
0: Yeah, for real. So, um each of the games uh pits Mario characters against each other on the golf course, the links as it were. Not mm-hmm. not the cat, not the Atari system. That was a dumb joke. Uh the golf no, system... <laughs>
1: Wow, (laughs) that took me a second to realize how dumb that was. (laughs) The
0: the golfing is done by using the standard power gauge um, and timed hits of the action button. Uh, The courses are colorful, but generally lack the craziness of Mario Kart's level design. Uh, The the series actually really rarely strays uh, from straight-up golf.
1: Yeah, Yep. And uh, there are a couple of special modes, mini games, and stuff, including mini golf and ring shots, um, which challenge you to use the various controls that you're given in unexpected ways. So most of the time you're still golfing, but they kind of do, you know, some monkey ball esque, crazy taxi esque, yeah, you know, challenges within that control set and world. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talked about, so uh, when we started playing, or. I don't know if you had the exact same experience as I did Cole.
0: I had a pretty close experience. I think
1: I was playing Mario golf for a Nintendo 64, but on the virtual console. And, uh, you know, I sent a a text to Cole at some point and I was like, man, there's not much to this. Yeah. And, uh, and he was like, yeah, I, I remembered it being, you know, kind of a fuller experience. Um, and then we kind of brainstormed this idea to talk about these, these other games in the series, because this is real basic.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so golf games have controlled. I feel like, you know, since NES golf, have been very similar.
0: Right, right. Like up through, like up to and including Power. Uh, no, not Power. Um, Hot Shots. Hot Shots golf. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think is a better game.
1: Yeah, I I really li- so I mean we'll, we'll get. To, I really like Toadstool Tour. Yeah. Like I think that game's really fun. I think Hot Shots is probably a better game than Mario Golf for Nintendo sixty four though, which right. I found really lacking. Yeah. Uh, Part of, part of my motivation in expanding the the scope of this episode was just to have more fun playing mm-hmm. over the weekend so I was like man how I do not want to just keep playing regular Mario golf yeah um, yeah so so you you have this you have a gauge down at the bottom so you kind of first you choose your uh, angle that you're hitting the the ball at yeah, you choose your yep your your target and you choose your club mm-hmm. which is going to determine the arc and distance um, that you're able to uh, to drive the ball mmm And then you have a um, a power meter that has two. It's kind of a clever thing, right? Yeah. Like this this dual control thing. Like you press the button once to set in motion, goes to the end. This is the potential of the power that you're using by like kind of bright percentage. Right. So uh, and then at the the other end of it, there's an accuracy bar. So if you can double you know do the tap and then tap again uh, perfectly, you'll do exactly what you want. Right. And the other thing, and otherwise, it'll either be, it'll fall short or it will uh, be off center or slice um, in, in various ways.
0: Right. Yeah, and you know it's it's very similar to I mean okay so golf is pretty com- you know hmm. how am I yeah, going to say not this similar to golf at all? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say, but like, <laughs> but 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 the idea of like sometimes you intentionally want to hook or sometimes you intentionally want to slice. Yeah. And as yeah. you gain kind of mastery over this really simple over this really simple thing, like you, you, you get that control, right. Yep. And, and there's this other wrinkle, which is like, uh, aiming your placement on the ball. So if you hit it real low, you're going to go up high Oh yeah. um, and you may potentially get more distance, but you're going to be at the mercy of the wind. Whereas if you, if you hit, you know, kind of top the ball, it's going to go a little bit lower, um, and maybe go, you know, go pretty far, um, on the roll, but, uh, you know, it has more of a, more of a chance of hitting obstacles, right.
1: Yeah. And, and something that, so that brings up like kind of the most interesting thing about, uh, video game golf as a, and this is true of all video games, but it's really underlined here. Right. Um, is that there's kind of two separate, uh, win states for what you're doing. There's the, you know, planning, planning to do the right thing Mm -hmm. and then doing that thing correctly. And you can be wrong in either, either step. Right. Right. So it makes it kind of interesting. Like you can do, the you can choose to do the right thing and just not execute it correctly, which mm-hmm. is which is always true. Like you can you know miss a platform in regular Mario, right. that's fine. Um, but they're really clearly delineated. Like this, uh, the setting things up and this execution phase are intertwined in like a platformer or, or another video game or even another sports games, mm-hmm. as we'll we'll talk about next. In this game, you have a very distinct planning phase and a very distinct execution phase. Right, and it's possible to succeed or fail in either one.
0: Yeah. And it's one of those rare cases where, like, getting a nice shot can really, really mess you up. Because nice yeah. shot doesn't mean, like, you did what you were intending to do. And you can, like, really, really overshoot what you were trying to do. Well, so, a, nice,
1: a nice shot just means you do... Because you can make it a... It does mean that you did what you're intending to do. Like, what you... It means you got the maximum power.
0: Right. And the maximum, maximum power accuracy. isn't what you
1: were always trying to get for. Well, in, yeah. In Mario Kart 64, in mm-hmm. one of the cool things about... Toadstool Tour, and I don't know if you can do this in Mario 64 and I just didn't figure it out, is you can move that maximum slider wherever you want it.
0: Right. It's so something you can that happens that in, uh, in the advanced one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's a that's a big, big help. It's a big innovation. Like yeah. Mario Golf for the 64 is kind of like the, the soil bed mm-hmm. that uh, both Advanced Tour and Toadstool Tour kind of came out of. Yeah. And Toadstool Tour is like an evolution and a better version of the Nintendo 64 one. Mm-hmm. And Advanced Tour has a bunch of other cool regals. Right. It as well
0: yeah but uh you know it, it's it, it's it's a good it, it's a good golf game yeah. like i've played plenty of golf games um mm-hmm. you know and played plenty of actual golf actually and uh it's it's satisfying when you get that good hit it mm-hmm. it,
1: it makes you feel good right yeah yeah it's it's a uh, it's true i've uh i've never So I haven't played any golf games that weren't in the Mario Golf series. Okay. Other than uh, Hot Shots for um, PlayStation 1, I think. Mm -hmm. Like one of the PlayStation Hot Shots. Um, And I've only gone golfing once, like real golfing at like a pitch and putt. Mm -hmm. Of course. I'm really good and really enjoy mini golf. Yeah. Um, So that was kind of my golf background coming to this. (laughs) Right. And and the extent of it.
0: Yeah. I expected, you know, like going back to it, like I think in my head I – You know, this, the, 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 there was more mini golf type stuff to this, like, yeah. you know, like golf course design is one of the closest things you're going to get to like level design in a game, like in real life, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of like, this is an environment that somebody created to force you to make decisions. Right. So every golf course kind of plays differently, just depending on who made it, depending on what the natural terrain is. You know, like a lot of the courses around where I grew up had a lot of trees around them, et cetera, et cetera. It's it's real life level design, kind of like in the way yep. that architecture is, except this is all in service to a game. So it's real interesting. You look at these course designs, they're like you know, except for like the crazier ones, like towards the end where like it, you know it's shaped like Mario characters. Like it is like the the, the variances are specifically like golf course kind of things like oh the fairway is narrower or oh they ringed the uh the the green with with sand traps you know yeah
1: yep and the uh that's a real important point so like one of the things i want to talk about in generalities um Mm -hmm. for this episode is the mario as other you know in (laughs) other genres yeah like um and unlike a lot of the other games in this series the ones developed by by Camelot at the very least. So not uh not the RPGs and not Mario Kart. Um this is just a golf game. Right. Like there's nothing that being Mario adds to this mm-hmm. other than him being a brand. Right. Right? Um even down to like the you know the worlds like there's no there's no power-up system. They haven't taken something and done like a spin on it. You know? Yeah. Which uh I would like what do you think about that? Like do you think that that was ever you know, can you think of re- good reasons not to do that? Is that a missed opportunity or is that, uh, you know, just something that wouldn't work with golf? Like I'm talking about like power-ups I'm talking about like, uh, you know, more creative hazards. Yeah. You know, th-
0: I- I'm and- only, I'm only mildly disappointed by it. Like, okay. and I say that like you can do a golf game really well that has those things. Like I'm thinking specifically of a uh, super Stickman golf on iOS. Mm-hmm. Have, have you played that? Yes. Yeah. So that does all that kind of stuff where like there are creative, um, hazards, but like all of them are like you add one stroke, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, so you have to, so you wasted that stroke, you add a stroke and then you have to hit again. Mm. Um, you know, so like the, like functionally in terms of the rules of golf, it would almost be like making a poker game where you had power ups or power downs. Right. Right. Like it I, good. Go I,
1: I mean, I just kind of feel like there's been more of that kind of wacky experimentation that mm-hmm. has happened. You know, like you you can take an established game and just play. You know, borrow the some conventions mm-hmm. and do something really neat with it. Like when you talk about um, like Super Stickman Golf is really good. Yeah, like I like Super Stickman Golf, I and love it's that. not it's so good. Yeah, and or you look at. Um, did you ever play on iOS uh, Sword and Poker? No, no, that's a that's a great game. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty old now, so it'll probably be pretty cheap. But it, it's a RPG that uses poker poker hands as kind of the mechanic. Yeah. So your battles are you're putting down – think of like a triple triad grid. Right. Um, except when you're trying to make poker hands. Okay. So or like a five-by-five five grid, and you take turns with a monster placing cards trying to make poker hands on this five-by-five five grid.
2: Right, right.
1: And you have equipment and power-ups and stuff, and that's how you win RPG battles in a dungeon. Yeah. And it's great. Mm-hmm. You know or- – or, th- or think about like quest.
0: Pu- 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 puzzle quest, but that's more of like a match three kind of thing. That seems more recent than golf or poker. Uh, look at like Archon or Battle Chess, yeah, or like the Star Wars Chess. You know, mm-hmm. like like that is the oldest game. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I I guess hitting each other with sticks is the oldest game, but it's uh, it's a, it's a really, <laughs> really entrenched game that they that, that 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 they have gone in and kind of like messed with. So like I don't I don't think that like I'm defending the purity of of golf doing, you know, by 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 <laughs> by 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 saying that. Like, you no, know, I,
1: I don't, I'm not accusing you of doing the, that. There, like, are pl- you know. there
0: are plenty of country club owners who are trying to maintain the purity of golf, Gary.
1: Yeah. And if you're listening to this, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> please don't go fuck yourself. Please. Um, <laughs> please visit our Kickstarter page. Yes, the, uh, because the, you're
0: obviously very wealthy, <laughs> sir.
1: Um, but the, the, uh, yeah, I just, I feel like, I mean, I still like it mm-hmm. as a golf game. I feel like just doing a golf game well is fine. I'm just mm-hmm. bothered by the fact that being a Mario game adds nothing to it. Seems like a missed opportunity. That's what, that's what makes it seem like a missed opportunity. Like, and it just seems a little bit like a, like a money grab, Mm -hmm. you know, just like a recognizability grab in a way that like, you know, the other kind of Mario spinoffs don't. Mario Tennis feels the same way to me, but again, developed by Camelot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to, I was going to bring up Mario Tennis as a thing, which like, okay, okay. I'm going to say something really uh, uh, controversial here. Even the virtual by Mario Tennis, really good. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like it's a good tennis game and I yeah. like tennis games and I've played a fair amount of tennis in real life too. Like these mm-hmm. are nice, basic simulations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do. What's kind of, one kind of thing that's a little bit interesting is in the, uh, toadstool tour, there are more nods to Mario dom. Right. So like there is a, you know, the, so the, we should talk a little bit about the courses and how they kind of, they ramp up difficulty. Right. So they introduce, you know, the same way a video game would, they introduce like higher wins they introduce sand traps they introduce you know other kinds of hazards right. as you advance on the courses and they're semi-themed like mario things in 64 mm-hmm. and much more explicitly so in total tour um, especially when it gets to the last two which are the mushroom kingdom and bowser's kingdom right and bowser's kingdom has thwomps and there are pools of lava like it's at least like hitting all of the the i recognize that mm-hmm. buttons that i want in something with mario branding right on it um which is kind of like i what you know one of the reasons why i feel like it's more successful and those nods in the uh the total tour one tour one when you land uh knock your ball into a patch of grass pikmin fly out
2: <laughs>
1: which is real cute yeah um you know and that's like a nice little touch like they kind of take some nods to it but it's never it's never mechanically even though that's not true in the mushroom kingdom level there are warp pipes right and they're so hard to get into like imagine trying to hit a golf ball into a warp pipe <laughs> it's so difficult yeah but yeah they just they only scratch the surface of that and we've never seen like a full bore you know examination of it
0: yeah i mean if you look at the game boy advance one and like even the game boy color one to a certain extent they have these rpg elements but it's mostly just this meta game around the individual rounds of golf that you're playing mm-hmm. that make your nondescript human character better yeah yeah yeah
1: so the uh, in in the both the uh, the traditional golf games or the non-portable versions, you're playing as Mario and his uh, you know his colorful group of friends and enemies, mm-hmm. like you know his his girlfriend, and then <laughs> like the lizard who wants to you know take his girlfriend against her will, like it's just, you know it's it's real weird and the you know, the huge yeah use. the huge and then a couple of no you know uh, who cares about humans as well <laughs> yeah. you know, we're on there just like the, the camelot fun guy you know the camelot yeah. people okay. the developers kids yeah <laughs> you know um on there but in the game boy Advance version and cole played this more recently than i did mm. um but it is a game i i played in like a lot and the game boy color one um you just start out as like you know billy right right <clears throat>
0: yeah you start out, I, th- I believe as neil if you decide to be uh if you decide to be a dude hmm yeah and they have dialogue they have uh you know there's the, there there's like a story about your teacher wants to be the best, and Mario is this legendary golfer that everybody
1: strives to be better than um' so weird like yeah like, it's just really, I really it's so weird to think like when you know boy, Mario runs this golf academy. Everyone wants to be as good as Mario <laughs> at golfing. Like it just, it's, yeah, it's really strange.
0: Yeah. So, so I'm going to make a trite observation. I sat down to play it, you know, when we decided we were going to expand the, uh, expand the umbrella of this episode. Um mm-hmm. And like, Golf games, especially of this ilk, are all about pressing a a bunch of times. I pressed a so many times to skip that dialogue,
1: yeah, yeah, because it's not it's not well written. It's
0: like, wait, wait, oh no, oh, I was just stopping to look at this school. yeah, it sure is impressive.
1: Hey, do you think that Mario golfed here uh, I don't know let's ask master <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a plot of like a like a a really bland uh like I was going to say made for TV movie but those tend to be more scandalous. It's like <laughs> it's like like Christian after school tween television. Yeah. You know. It's like uh it reminds me of um you know uh early the early part of the 20th century there were or in late uh 19th century there were uh books that were called like profession novels right. or something like that and I can't remember that's not actually the name for them but what they were they would be like you know, Nancy the nurse. And it was just a book with no plot about a person who is a nurse mm-hmm. talking to their friends, having lunch, paying rent, <laughs> and, like, what she had to do. And the idea was this, like, barely fictionalized account of, like, what it's like to be a nurse. Right. But they were published alongside with, like, Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Like, they were novels. Right. And, uh, and, and that's what the plot of this thing reminds me of. Like, the dialogue is like that. Like, there's no conflict. There's no, like, you might have, like, a rival.
0: Yeah, you and do. That, yeah, you do. Yeah,
1: but that's not that's not great. <laughs> that's not that interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: The uh, the like the, the the neat part about the uh, about about the Game Boy Advance one is like they use that. You know, like. The, the extra characters to make it, you know, to play up the doubles aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it turns into a scramble where you always play the last shot of the person that you're playing with, which would be real fun if you were playing with, you know, somebody else. As yeah. a computer, it just means you take half the shots. <laughs> yeah
1: yep, exactly. And the idea being, since you have different stats and everything, theoretically, you could have a diverse team. Like, you could develop a character in one way and give them a strength in, in X and right. develop your character and have a strength in Y and want both. But you're still going to want to golf the same way every time. Right. You know? Like, uh, and it's kind of, that's kind of a meaningful choice that you can make. Like, in the uh, Toadstool Tour version, um, I always like playing as Bowser because he has tons of power even though he has this, like, ridiculous slice. Yeah. And, like, it's fun for me to play around the slice and I really like, you know, doing these really long drives. Right. Um, and, you know, breaking all the records there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you could do that. And if you wanted to have Mario in, but it, it doesn't, it's just on every other hole. It's not like you're choosing, okay, this course has this layout. It'd be better to choose Bowser for this. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, you're just doing 18 holes. You just go through them in order.
0: Right. And, you know, you know each set of 18 holes is going to have a par three, a par four, a par five, you know, a dog leg, yep. et cetera. So like a if dog it, leg. Yeah, dog leg. That's where, the, like, the fairway, like, cocks left or cocks right around, you know, mm-hmm. a tree or something like that. So, like, if like if it's a shot where it would be good to slice, you know, just mm-hmm. like, like, like like that's what it is. Like to like to where there's not necessarily a good view of the green from the tee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, that that's the term for that That is a
1: dog leg. Yes. Okay. What other uh, golf? terms have you been holding out on me
0: well there's uh there there are plenty of people in mario golf uh uh, for the game boy advance who will explain all these things to (laughs) you (laughs) (laughs) which is just kind of like man the like you know like there are all these pros walking around in sunglasses who explain golf shit to you
1: kids love golf (laughs) yeah but i say that but it's weird because i played this game like not when it first came out but i played it and enjoyed it like in my late teens Mm -hmm. you know the game boy color version um yeah weird yeah. Weird, weird, weird. Who? So, I guess like the marketing for the console ones are definitely definitely kids, right?
0: I think so. Like, yeah,
1: get kids into golf.
0: Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I think I think kids might like to play golf. There's mini golf and stuff, and
1: you know, the mini golf is terrible. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. The I mini mean, golf. Is but, some and and that's like the thing I can come at with authority. Like mini golf design is a, yeah. a thing I'm into. Like, like my, how about my whole, dream? If I had infinite money. And I've said this before, it would be to design an indoor year round mini golf course that had RPG elements <laughs> like multiple choice, branching storyline, hit points based on how many strokes you take. And you can lose before you get to the end of it. Oh, like God. if you you could die halfway through your character dies and there'd be like a, you'd have like a little you know electronic pad that would keep track of your shit. And, uh, you know, you could not make it through this thing. That is how awesome. How cool is that? That's like, a.
0: That's a really good idea because like yeah. mini golf is always so video gamey anyway, right? Yeah. and that's like, part
1: of why I love it and probably why it like appealed to me as a as a kid. Yeah.
0: Like like you know, you go to the castle themed one, you go to the pirate themed one, you know, there's mm-hmm. like there there are all kinds of different themes.
1: Yeah. Yep. And that's as a kid that all you want is themes. Mhm. Um the mini golf in here for the Nintendo 64 one is just uh numbers. Yeah. Like hole one is like what if there was a course shaped like a one?
0: Yeah. Or hole three, what if there was a course shaped like a three? I never got up to the double digits. I guess there aren't. That's it's, yeah. nine, it's nine holes. Yeah, it's a nine so, hole ball. So you so, don't so you don't have to chip from one number to the other.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which would be awesome. I love chip ins. Like when I can get chip ins, I feel like a god king. Yeah. Um and even the uh uh and that makes no sense from a design perspective. Like eight is going to be harder than nine. Right. In that like you're not ramping up a difficulty whatsoever and that's not you know golf courses don't do linear difficulty anyway right um, but it's it's terrible right. and then the final course of the Nintendo 64 one is just uh holes shaped like different characters yeah, and colored like them which looks kind of appealing mm-hmm. but there's no account for design yeah
0: it's so it's you know? so confusing it's just kind of like okay is Mario's mustache the fairway or is yeah. Yeah,
1: my yeah. uh, well, budget is for Princess Peach. She wants to. High five, bro. It. The, the, um, <laughs> the uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the mini golf in this is terrible. And like, I've never have you ever played a good mini golf game?
0: Mini golf video game?
1: Yeah. No, I've
0: I've tried. I've sought it out, but it's not. Me too.
1: Me like, too. Like, if you're listening to this and you know of a good mini golf game, like, hit us up.
0: Yeah, and like like the like the thing that's like that makes no sense about there being mini golf in this is like the putting game is by far the worst thing about it,
1: especially in the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little bit, but because being able to control where your marker is mm -hmm. and making that line up with where the hole is makes a huge difference in the uh, the uh, Nintendo sixty four one or the uh, GameCube one.
0: Yeah, the the, like and the Game Boy Advance one as well. But like in the N sixty four one, you're doing math. Like yeah. <laughs> you, you, you are seeing the maximum potential of this putt is 30, is 30 feet. I am 12 feet away and the, and the, the bar is divided into fourths go.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and,
0: of, and also time it just right.
1: Which, and account for, uh, you know, elevation like hills and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Which like, like
0: that low res grid, no help at yeah. all. No, no help no, at all. No help yep. at all.
1: Yep. Which, Nothing at all. <laughs> uh, big big problem I had with the uh, Nintendo sixty four one was that when you wanted to preview your shot, you didn't preview the trajectory it would actually take. Right, you would just kind of cruise along the ground yeah. to the hole. So that doesn't help me with like getting around trees or going around cliffs or anything. It was really unsatisfying. And then the uh, when you you could switch to an air, uh, aerial view, mm-hmm. and it's at low res. Yeah. No bit again where it just looked so ugly and was so hard to see it didn't it was just like not helpful yeah like a lot of those rough edges get sanded off in the GameCube version
0: right right so it's like it almost feels hard to hold it against the you know the N64 Mm -hmm. one because like Mario 64 or Mario Kart I remember being entranced by the visuals on this I saw no shortcomings you know and just like even though the
1: people they look a little worse than Mario 64
0: yeah oh god Mario
1: looks like blockier and worse
0: yeah and, like, the textures are just atrocious. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're super low res, like, to the point where, like, they're, they're just big jaggies of dark, uh, you know, like, yeah. de- delineating the rough. Which, yeah.
1: It's sub-deus-x. <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about that, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we will. Yeah, it's, it's sub-deus-x. And the, uh, uh, what a weird, uh, something just thinking about the general aesthetic presentation of these games. Mm-hmm. Like, when we were talking about how weird it is that these were marketed to kids. And they were golf. Everything about the aesthetic is golf. Right. So like, there's no razzle dazzle. And I'm thinking specifically of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, in all of the games, is this like elevator music? This like right. really bland elevator music. When you get something like you you get a, a birdie, which is one stroke under par, you get this guy going birdie shot. <laughs> you know, and it's just like it's there's no there's no razzle dazzle to it at all. Mm-hmm. Like there's just nothing that I could see. You know, like there's no, uh, you know, sound effect, like achievement type sound, like that, all of that stuff, the, uh, the way that feels with those, that kind of feedback just feels off. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And feedback is important, you know, especially, yeah. especially in golf, like where the lack of feedback can be like, well, how, how did I do that wrong? like, yeah. like, like, like what happened here? If it just yeah. doesn't tell you. You have no idea of what you can do to make it better, which is were, the, which is the problem with the putting game. You know, yeah,
1: I was just, I was exactly what I was just gonna say is how many times where you were you like really close to a hole and then you just couldn't press the button quick enough mm-hmm. to uh, to you know get the right amount of power and it would overshoot it, right? You know, bounce out. Um, something I didn't talk about and a, a big reason why the GameCube one is more satisfying than the Nintendo sixty four one. Is the ability to add backspin and uh, forward spin on landing. Oh yeah. So doing yeah. If you do it, and you can do super backspin and super forward spin. So you can aim where you're going to hit on the ball, but you could also, if you double tap A, or uh, double tap B, you'll do forward spin or backspin. And if yeah. you do A B or B A, you'll do super, and you mm-hmm. get a little extra length. You can stop yourself, like if you're uh, trying to do a, a pitch in, mm-hmm. you can stop yourself from like overshooting the 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 rod, the yeah. pin shot. The, pin shot the,
0: the the rod
1: yes the yeah. whatever they call them in golf and pin, pin shots it's the pin. yeah no i know <laughs> i just made fun of myself for saying it like three uh, times before uh, i uh yes. am still giving it another name yeah. um
0: and, and that aftertouch thing like that's something that tiger woods has, uh, had done for a while
1: yeah do you want to talk about at all like just touch on some of the mini games yeah go- yeah
0: so, so 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 we hit on mini golf I think the ring shots are real interesting it's they're they're're they're, they're difficult in the n sixty four version because you have no feedback as to where you know this club is going to send your send your thing mm-hmm. you just kind of have a vague direction you know you're looking at this grid of like where it's likely to land if you if you hit this um but uh you know this like this places a grid in the air and you have to pick the right club the right power level the right kind of shot and also the kind of like the right uh, strike point in order to get it through this thing um, and
1: still get to the hole. Yes. Like still, still play normal golf, but it's giving you this kind of handicap. Right. As so, you know.
0: so it's saying do this thing, but do it with trick shots.
1: Yeah. 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 Which is, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there's kind of, and that carries on in the GameCube version. Um, there's a kind of a weird variant of it called coin shot in the uh, GameCube version. Mm-hmm. where there are just areas that have tons of coins between you and the hole, and you want to collect as many as you can on the way. Right, right. So like you don't have to, but that's what you're competing on, is like get in under par or get in on par and then also collect a bunch of coins. Right.
0: So it's not about was your trajectory right at this point in time. It was can you make this trajectory stay as close to this one that we plotted out for you as possible.
1: Right. Or, or take this suboptimal path you know so like if if it's you know it would take a normal person three strokes to get here if you can do it in in two you can make this little side jaunt to this area full of coins mm-hmm. and then go from two from there yeah. and still end up in 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 par so
0: which is kind of what you want in a Mario game like a Mar- in a Mario golf game like the like mm-hmm. those those extra he- like here are the rules you know, yeah. just like in a Mario platforming game, the rules are very, very laid out, very well understood. Here are the rules, and here's how we're going to ask you to uh, stretch them, right? Yep,
1: yep. And and the way that these games, like, when they're still, they're always fine as golf games. Mm-hmm. The way they kind of fail as, like, great games or Mario games are the times where it does none of that, which right. is most of the time. Right. You know, like, the 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 most fun I've had in, the, in any of these games was... In the uh, the GameCube version, like when I was in those Mario themed levels, right. you know, and dealing with like Mario branded hazards, and kind of adjusting my strategy based on that. Can, can, can so. I can I
0: can I take a slight detour here and talk about yeah. just how gross it is that we're referring to Mario as a brand?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they were referring to him as a brand when they pitched this. Like that's why he's being used. Yeah, you know, it yeah. is gross, but it's not gross on our behalf, right? You know, yeah, uh, it's
0: just yeah, it, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, so, it's so cynical. I, I, I yeah. never, yeah.
1: I never want to think of anything as a brand again in my life. Like yeah. I, I hate marketing. Like so much of my life is motivated by hatred of businessmen. Like, and some of which don't even exist. Like it's just, it's just an archetype that just infuriates me. Like I'm totally with you, but like, I can't fail to see the cynicism of like slapping the Mario name mm-hmm. on something that was essentially like a little bit worse. Hot shots golf. Yeah. You know, you take like hot shots, hot shots has the worst aesthetics, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, the, you, know, the, you know, those characters look terrible. They look like brat right. dolls. Um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I want to tell a real quick golf story too, go and ahead. then we can maybe switch on, go on to side B. Okay. Um, they haven't done it in a while, but the first year I was in Portland, there was something called smash putt. Have I ever told you about this? Uh, no. Um, if you ever see it, drop everything to go, even if it <laughs> means you have to travel like to, I don't know how it works and you're like hill people part of the country but Jesus. like if you whatever the next big uh so like you have to go to columbus for this okay right like how far away is columbus two hours two hours this is worth two hours for you um if you uh uh see how i'm just valuing your time for you yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, but like you see this thing i think you'd really enjoy it. it's worth going to it is a traveling uh mini golf exhibit where all of the holes are designed by artists rather than an artist and engineers rather than people who craft mini golf right yeah yeah. So it's, it's 18 holes where like one of them is instead of uh, golfing, you have like an American Gladiator style cannon and he <laughs> loads you up with golf balls. And then you have this like hanging garden of pots and pans and holes in the wall you have to hit without trying to try not to make noise. <laughs> or one of them is a uh, looks like a normal green, but there are mechanical ramps in it. That someone else controls while you're getting through it. Really? So like somebody you're golfing with. Yep. So it's and
0: confrontational.
1: Well, there are all kinds of things. It's 18 different ideas for like spins on mini golf. Right. Which is like the real life version of what this game could be. Right. You know, like um, there's one where uh, you do a wheel that's a scratch and sniff board. And then depending on what you smell, you go towards a hole that's branded that way. <laughs> so like if you smell grapes, there's a bunch of grapes next to a hole and that's the one you want. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's like one that destroys your golf ball. Like you <laughs> go through it and at the end of it, there's just a drill that puts a huge divot in your golf ball. <laughs> and then like I kept it because it was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. This is a neat, uh, you know. Um, I think they're based out of Seattle, but they've toured before. Right, right. Um, Smash butt. well worth anyone's time who's listening to this. Yeah. It's no. really cool.
0: It looks, like, it looks like their last tour just oh, ended uh, April 28th.
1: And they serve liquor. Oh, so yeah. So they rent out a building and they, you get really drunk and do all of this stuff. Huh. Like, yeah. it's
0: awesome. That sounds like the best time.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally like one of the coolest things I've ever done.
0: Yeah. So. I'm going to sign up for their newsletter.
1: Yeah. I recommend you all <laughs> sign up for their newsletter. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that, I mean, is that. Do you have anything else to say about the Mario golf series?
0: I don't think that I do. I mean, just kind of like, I like a good golf game. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's okay. This is one of those rare instances where the other thing has been kind of invalidated or obviated by a newer, better thing for me, Mm -hmm. which is like, I want these games to be portable. Um, so I can play them wherever I want to kind of Mm -hmm. like at my pace. That's something, you know, that's a statement. And I want them to be goofy and fun. And Super Stickman Golf has entirely filled that role for me. Every time I sat down to play this, I was thinking, "Man, I would really like to be sitting with my iPad and playing Super Stickman Golf."
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you're kind of you're doing the same thing. Like you're controlling angles, yeah. the same way. You know, you're you're doing you're doing the same thing in that. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, there's there's one less dimension, but that's huh. yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. so that, that that that's really all that I have to say about about Mario Golf. I still think that they're perfectly fine games, but in terms of imagination, it's just it's shocking to go back to them and see kind of how basic they are.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I would even do like if they did a Toadstool tour on iOS, mm-hmm. I'd be into it. They I mean, oh, of yeah. course they won't because it's Nintendo, but I would still be into that. Like it's still a fun game.
0: There, uh, Camelot well, fun. is making a, uh, a Mario Golf for the 3DS this
1: year. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, which. I'll probably buy it. <laughs> yeah. And they could do, they could do take advantage of the 3d. Yeah. Like I could see that uh, working yeah. out real well. Somebody make a really good mini golf video game. Please do. Yeah. Or like you'll, if, you'll, if there is, tell us about it. Like mm-hmm. to, don't reinvent the wheel of the wheels out there, man. Yeah. And some, some, uh, you know, somebody give me a MacArthur genius grant for that mini <laughs> golf indoor 24 because <laughs> tell me that isn't one of the best ideas you've ever heard. It would be so good. And then you could, you you'll, it could be like a year tour. Like this year is like, you know, the cabin of kobolds and yeah. next year could be, you know, like, uh, like a space themed space themed oh, yeah. one and you could just dress it up with different metaphors. Like tell the cows came home.
0: Yeah. No, you, you could know? do like a cyberpunk one where yeah. you have to wear special helmets and glasses that make the balls glow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like the, uh, the, uh, in Portland, there's a, uh, pirate 3d blacklight mini golf. And uh, in downtown, which is exactly <laughs> what it, yeah, which is a, yeah, at all times, it's like that <laughs> dinosaur junior video. Um, the uh, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. Except one of the thing, the big design problems with that is that the designers forgot that real life is three D. So the three D <laughs> part of it means that you're wearing glasses. Certain things are covered with a paint that make them pop up to appear closer to you, and certain things have a paint that make them appear further away than they actually are. All the while, still being three D the same way. Are, are all the floors padded? Uh yeah, it's carpeting. All the floors and corners are padded. They should be, though. It seems like a like just a shin banger's paradise, <laughs> like, like the fifth track on Chinese Democracy. But like, <laughs> like it just it it's it's not as fun as I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because it sounds pretty cool. Ah. Um it's real hippie and uh, it's real musty because it's underground. Oh yeah. And the, uh, the design is actually terrible. Like it's all right angles. Ugh. Like everything is right angles. So there's no like satisfying curves. And stuff. Oh,
0: that's another thing about the, uh, about the mini golf is like so, so much, uh, so many fun mini golf holes are, uh, like, you, you know, you have to ride a rail or do like a curve mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like it is so laid bare that the angle of incidence equals the angle of refraction. And that, mm-hmm. that just yep. like, it's gross.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. There, yep. Yeah. There's very little nuance. Yeah. To it because of that.
0: So, so, so in, in, in this, in this you know, Portland Mecca, like, can you just like, like, do these places serve alcohol or are they primarily children's establishments?
1: Um, that one, so smash, did that one does not serve alcohol. Um, the underground one, and it's actually not very good. Mm -hmm. Um, in a suburb, like about a half hour away, there's another mini golf place, um, that you can drink inside of it, but you can't drink while you're mini golfing. Yeah. And that's actually a really good mini golf course. Um, it doesn't, it's not that flashily designed. Like it's all like kind of miniature houses, right. But like, like realistic looking miniature houses, which I like the look of because it's a weird small environment, but it's not that, you know, visually appealing, but the course is well designed. Right. And you go, there's a cool part. You go through a cave. Mm -hmm. That's pretty fun. Like in the middle of it. I,
0: I, I'm not one of those people who thinks that everything would be more fun while you're drinking, but like our, our, our experience with the arcades last year, Yeah, Uh, made me think like, huh?
1: God damn it! I get my 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 this dream arc, you know mini golf place I want to open, like I could have themed drinks. Oh yeah, like when it's Dungeons and Dragons, like it's all mead and grog, Mm -hmm. and it's space one, it's all blue Star Trek drink shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, it's like,
0: (laughs) would would you fancy a snifter of dragon piss, my lord? Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Choose your sword, you know. (laughs) Um, God, is that a good idea?
0: As we said at the beginning, this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. And for you, our dear listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Um, And because we don't want to send you in there empty-handed with all of those uh, titles there, uh, I'd like to make a recommendation. Uh, Since this next game that we're going to talk about is uh, uh, so uh, dependent on kind of the music that's in there, I would like to... uh, uh, Give you a music-related book. There we go. Uh, So Mm -hmm. one of my favorite bands is The Eels, um, headed by Mark Oliver Everett. um, And uh, most of his music is pretty autobiographical. And if you're interested in in those stories, uh, he actually has an autobiography that he's put out called Things the Grandchildren Should Know. And uh, it is on Audible. It is really good. It's really sad. Um, And uh, it is narrated by their guitarist, the Chet. Um, And, yeah, I I I think that that's a
1: good way to go. I I have nothing. You have nothing, you to, have nothing to say about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've only heard a couple of Yell songs. They didn't do it too much for me. I've never read that biography. Um,
0: so we can exit this. This is <laughs> the, That is my personal recommendation. It is mm. my prerogative, Gary. No, um,
1: absolutely. I mean, I mean, I'm not calling you up. I, I just know. Don't know. I, I just can't add anything
0: to it. I just, I just, I just like uh, adding more conflict. Like, like responding with disproportionate <laughs> defensiveness
1: uh, to I minor think- slights. That's neat that eels can create electricity. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so, so, if you want to learn more about eels, where should they go, Cole? <laughs>
0: they should go to download their free audiobook about eels uh, today <laughs> at Watch watchout for fireballs. Again, that's Watch watchout for fireballs for your free audiobook.
1: Okay, so after that brief break, we are here to talk about the second game of our uh, little two-sided EP, which is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2.
0: Which is a skateboarding game developed by Neversoft for every system under the sun in the year 2000.
1: Mm -hmm. In this game, you play as a skateboarder who has to do tricks and accomplish goals in various locales and skate parks throughout the world. Um, As you amass money, you can buy more skills and tricks uh, to make it easier to amass more money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 added manuals to the series, making it easier for you to link grinds and kickflips together, making huge combos a possibility. Uh, later games in the series would add more maneuvers, which made it impossible to not be in a combo at any given
1: time. Yes, I'm still in a combo from Tony Hawk 4. <laughs> or, Tony Hawk Underground 2 was the last one I played, actually. I kept yeah. the series well after I should have.
0: Yeah, wow, that's, um, that's a bit much.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. Of, I love it. Uh, it's good. The yeah. I think the last and, one uh,
0: I, I played <clears throat> proving ground. <clears> hmm. <throat> uh, but that was after a long hiatus from the series.
1: I, I, I playing this multiple, like playing this, maybe think multiple times, like I should check out like, uh, you know, one of the newer Tony Hawks. But then I realized like, actually, no, I should probably just get Tony Hawk three or four. Yeah. And, and play it. Not that there's anything wrong with Tony Hawk two. Right. Like, uh, this, this game is great. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. This is so fun. Um, yeah. So again, you know, non-traditional uh episode. So the way that uh these games control, and they've—I feel like they've—there have been skating games before this, right? Yeah, so yeah. Like there was 720 degrees. Yeah, 720. and And uh, Skater Die. Oh god, um, Skater Die. Man, Skater Die Two. <laughs> that's that awesome song. I love those games. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, those... sk- Skater Die Two is fucking bizarro because, like, yeah. that would actually be a great game to do for Abject suffering because, yeah. like. It's really weird. Like, you mm-hmm. have the half-half-pipe mode, which is not too dissimilar to this. Right. Like, you're entering in, and then, uh, but without the exploration and kind of making your own, you know, uh, fun out of it. Right. And then the, uh, the platforming mode, where you just do all of your platforming, but on a skateboard.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's that. just
1: really hard to do. It's like a <laughs> platformer that's, like, really difficult. Yeah. Um, this has, this does not do that. Um, the, uh, I feel like this game perfects, like, you know, arcade skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And and the first one did, too. This is just kind of the one we picked because it's kind of uh, like similar to like Sonic, you know, when we did Sonic 2 or Sonic 3. Right. Kind of picking something close to the apex to the series.
0: You know, you can have these conversations like, uh, uh, gosh, Zach from uh, Video Games Hot Dog and Advice Hot Dog. He said, like, the best Tony Hawk game is the one that you played first and everything afterwards adds perplexing bullshit that
1: overcomplicates it. I, I couldn't disagree with that more. Yeah. Like I play I played the first one and was really into the series until like relatively late.
0: Yeah. So, like, so, they, get, like they
1: get better, like adding to your vocabulary was not intimidating to me.
0: It roughly, it roughly holds true. I think that three was the apex of the series.
1: Three is really great Four kind of did. There's actually a really good errant signal video on these. Oh yeah. That like, I, I hate to ape that guy, but he oftentimes puts things I think into, <laughs> you know, really well. Um, yeah, where he talks about 3 and 4 being kind of the apex and 4 actually feeling the best but having too much bullshit right. in it. Like It's like when they started getting all jackass-
0: yeah yeah and like that's why underground was a real big turnoff for me like yeah. in like any and all of it which is which is kind of like three they added bam margera as a skater okay fine but then uh, like
1: oh <laughs> winter is coming <laughs> <Yeah>. like, like <laughs> bam margera gets added to your game and this is somebody like i mean this is only tangentially related like i have an appreciation for jackass
0: me too oh god i love jackass
1: like those movies are really funny mm-hmm. like really funny in like They're in their silliness. Like it's not just violence. Like if it's just violence, it's the same way. Like the Three Stooges is just violence, which Mm -hmm. like I don't like the Three Stooges, but there's there's something there, Mm -hmm. you know. But like they're so silly, yeah. You know, it's just so fucking silly that I can I can get pretty into it. Yeah. And uh, the uh, but in video game form, it's it's terrible. Like it just doesn't work at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't Yeah. I, I I thought the Tony Hawk games got better at least up until three. Right, like Tony Hawk Two is a way better game than one. And I started mm-hmm. with one. Yeah. Um. So the uh, so you, you just kind of you control your speed. Um. Really cleverly, you don't press a button to jump. You release a button to jump. Right. Which is really satisfying. Yep. Like you kind of will hold it up in the air as long as you want to be in the air, and then put your finger back down. Mm-hmm. You know to uh, to land. You don't have to put your finger back down to land. <laughs> so you never land if you don't if you don't press the button again. But does it? It doesn't control it. You know, you land when gravity makes you land, okay. much like real life. Yeah, gonna... But uh, I would do that because it would feel kind of like, Whoa, <sighs> You know, that, that kind of way. And then you have a, a button for grinding, a button for kick tricks, a button for flip tricks, and then buttons that uh, spin you. Right. And that's essentially it. And, like, what this game does that's so awesome is, like, it gives you some goals, but essentially just drops you in the middle of, a pl- like, various playgrounds mm-hmm. to find your own fun and your own kind of like runs and combos yeah and like different
0: courses are designed for different styles of play you know some of them have more have more quarter pipes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know you like your characters are broadly specialized in terms of street which uh focuses on grinds and things like that and vert which is focused on kind of like grab tricks or you can be all around but in any given one you can kind of like naturally gravitate towards towards whatever kind of line you want to make
1: yep Yep, and I, I found, and this was true when I first played it, and found it here, is that like you kind of you gravitate towards a certain kind of play, and then you work your way towards the area and the level that is best for that. Right. Um, the challenges will will, you know, require different kinds of play. So some mm-hmm. some like uh, goals are easier to get with somebody who is really good with vert. So you know, a lot of them are easier for people who are really good with the street. Yeah. But if you're just trying to get good scores or just trying to you know rack up a high number for fun. <laughs> You can find the area that works for you yeah um, I was always a vert skater
0: yeah me too that that for some reason that felt more satisfying. Um, I feel like like street is trickier um, mm-hmm. just because it requires a little bit more dexterity to it, like it's a little bit more timing sensitive. Mm -hmm. Um, like grind, you know, grinding, like maintaining that balance. There's a lot that happens there, especially if you're going to be doing the manuals, um, where where you're watching so many meters and that kind of tilt and lack of balance, um, accumulates. So like I liked vert because it felt grander. Um, the numbers were bigger, at least for, for individual tricks Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. And because it was, it was harder to
1: fuck up. There was more mm. potential in street skating for higher scores. Yeah, like I got better at street street skating, and this game, you know, in, in my Tony mm. Hawk career, the uh, this is the game that that has the level that I I have my high scores on, um, which is in the uh, uh, Venice Beach level. I can get around yeah. five hundred thousand points mm-hmm. in a trick um, using kind of a mix of both. Right. Um but usually, you want like if you're going to do both, you want to end in a in a uh, half pipe. Right. Um, cause this, this is the last game in the series where you have to end mm-hmm. at a half pipe. You get a uh, reverts in, in, the, uh, in the, in the next th- one. Yeah.
0: In three. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which allows is, you to just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a manual, but for, but for grab tricks,
1: you can tell the imagination in the series ran out in the fourth one where like just walking around with your board in your hand was a trick <laughs> <laughs> called, called a caveman. And, like, anytime I'm carrying a skateboard, I'm doing it. Like, I should just be racking up points. <laughs> yeah. That's like, why that I... combo never ended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm still doing it because there's just a version. There's, like, a save game with this little ghost Tony Hawks. Like, no, oh, help me. <laughs> like, just carrying a skateboard and just walking yeah. <laughs> around. You have an arbitrary timer when you do that, but it's pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, in this one, it still, it still works.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I want to, like, ask you kind of a bizarre question. How do you hold your controller when you're playing Tony Hawk?
1: Like a like a controller, like a, like a controller. Yep. Okay,
0: so I take my hand and I turn it into kind of a claw. Yeah, you do the claw grip. I do the claw grip where my middle finger is on the right, uh, the right trigger. Uh, mm-hmm. My thumb is on you know, is, is Manning um, and 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 like on on a PlayStation the uh, the 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 square, X and circle, and mm-hmm. then my index finger is up to hit the triangle to do to do grinds, right. So I'm yeah. using, I'm using my, my, my thumb and index finger on the, uh, on the, on the face buttons. And it's been like that ever since Tony Hawk one, like I can't play this game normal.
1: <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a, uh, this is unrelated, but there's a way to do that. Um, if you do that grip mm-hmm. where you can do a move in dark souls where you do a roll and then turn around at the end of it and it's animated like really? fully, like it looks like something. Yeah. But it's really difficult to do without having this claw grip huh thing and it's really good for like grabbing backstabs
0: oh yeah um, you know i've seen that uh people who do the uh who do claw runs uh do that a lot
1: yeah 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 um like our buddy jeremy <laughs> um the uh yeah i just play just do a normal normal thing that's never it never occurred to me to do that right um i can see how it worked because like when i first played this game like i picked the or the first one i ended up mm-hmm. playing and this one was just like when i was riding high on tony hawk fever yeah me too the first one was a real like take a chance moment because the games have been really critically acclaimed mm-hmm. up until they all of a sudden weren't right. right, and uh, and I was just like this game is getting nine out of tens and tens out of tens, um, you know I was never interested in the music or the culture yeah. or skating or anything like that like, the, like, like those oh. are
0: the most objectionable things about it,
1: <laughs> right? Or or so I thought, and yeah. then it ended up coming to like like some mm-hmm. of this dumb shit, yeah. Um, so I was just I took a chance on the game and it played like there was nothing I was playing that was like this. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that like it like this is not this is a really weird game. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a sports game in the way that you know a hockey game or a football game is. Right. It's it's one hundred percent like an arcade game in like the way a Geometry Wars is an arcade game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about like high scores and good runs. With uh, a limiting, you know, a, a limiting factor be that you know it, it's a time limit in this, or it could be, you know, the the point at which enemies become unbearable mm-hmm. in in that. And uh, it took me a long time to figure that out. Like I don't have to like skating. This is just a really well designed arcade game, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah,
0: like it is a make numbers bigger game, and I think that it really benefits from that from that time time limit. I mean, yeah. two minutes, you know, like. Yeah. That is more than enough time to, like, see a bunch of this level and, like, focus on one of these goals and, like, find these lines and, like, figure out what is the optimal path through this thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think this, you know, series does well without that two-minute time limit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes a big difference and makes it uh, much harder because it's not really about the goals. Like, you have to make your own level in this and make make your own fun. And I would go... You know, I'd be like, okay, this run I'm gonna do all the score things. Right. You know, I have ten minutes to get to whatever the top score one is. This one I'm gonna go for the skate letters, but then I'm gonna have enough time to do whatever this like secondary goal is yeah. Yeah. on there. Like I wouldn't it wasn't just about the goals, whereas like in the later ones, like you, you choose a goal and then you're kind of boxed in to this one thing to do. Right. You Th- couldn't multitask, you couldn't really discover.
0: The, 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 goals in like the first three are what people claim achievements are or what, you know, really well-designed achievements tend to, mm-hmm. you know, attempt to do, which is kind of like, how do we incentivize you seeing most of this level? So like, right. in in and, or, or seeing most of what we're putting out. So like there are, you know, levels where by, by unlocking one goal, by finishing one goal, you open another area in the level that lets you do another one. So I'm thinking specifically of, uh, of the hangar where if you, you collect all the wings and then grind over that, uh, um, there are
1: two hidden, uh, hidden levels. in the Yeah. Hangar. Some of yeah. them are just hidden levels, which is yeah. rad. Like that's one of the yeah. coolest things about this game,
0: but it's like, I wouldn't have ground on that propeller blade if I hadn't, you know, been going after that wing that was up there. So like it was intentionally placed in order to get you to do that.
1: So right. that's part of, that's part of the, the, intention of the goals but the other intention is just that uh they are challenging to do mm-hmm. and the satisfaction in doing something tough right like this game has um you know the the thing we always compare things to is dark souls and i'm getting sick of doing it you know if you're <laughs> sick of it i'm real sick of it but this game is similarly like really fair in almost every case mm-hmm. right like i felt like i knew why i fucked up like when i fucked up like when i pushed a combo too long like the uh especially the score goals or i'm thinking about the really tricky lines like getting up into if you wanted to do all the gaps because you're crazy getting up into you know the high rafters and the or and like mm-hmm. that is legitimately hard to do and because of that there's like a sense of satisfaction to doing it
0: have you ever 100% you know? of the game yeah okay me
1: too yep. i 100% of this one and the next one and then the fourth one is the first one i didn't
0: right
2: do.
1: um yeah yeah so it's about exploration it's about um like mastery mm-hmm you know, like it's about learning a skill, and the game eases you into that in a really kind of elegant way. Because when you start off, you don't have the tools to do everything. Right. Like you have to increase some of these stats. You know, and uh, buying tricks is always optional. Like that can make things easier, but you never need it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But you do have to increase these stats, like your your hang time and your ollie and stuff like that, to get to some of these places. So you start off like it's easing you in. Like you start off doing this stuff that's kind of easier. But to get the real insane shit like you're going to come back later and do it like it's really iterative
0: yeah so there's a sense of progression as your character gets better and you get more confident with the uh um you know with with, with the controls like it's Mm -hmm. it's real frustrating to go back and play like a low stack character because like you feel like yeah uh, you know you're you're playing the game with mittens or something like why 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 am i falling off of that rail so quick
1: the kind of empowerment um that it has it reminds me of and uh we're so close to being able to do this for the show, and I'm really happy. Is like going playing crackdown oh, yeah. and then playing it again and having without all the gravity orbs, right? And so, or the agility orbs, mm-hmm. so like uh, you're you're just you're useless, right? And it's like a terrible feeling. And you it's just it's, it happens very subtly that you become like this kind of empowered skate god mm-hmm. that can do like I love how you can really you can effortlessly do 900s, which for Tony Hawk, that was like a huge deal that he was able to do it, and also as a name trick for him. But eventually, like I can just do 900 degrees, yeah. Um, you know, no problem because I'm I'm I know how to get the speed for one, but then also have the stats to, to carry it. So
0: you say that like the game is fair, and you know, most of these most of these regards Me- mechanically, like there's no there's no point where it feels like something is my fault. But there's one thing that I really dislike about this. cars, 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 car cars yeah. cars suck. Um, uh, additionally, the uh, the the tournaments. Oh yeah.
1: So I, I like the tournaments.
0: So I like the levels. I really like the levels because they feel like, okay, you want to skate? We're going to give you like skate heaven right mm-hmm. here. And you can go do this awesome thing. However much you want. However, like it always feels so arbitrary where you can have a really good run with no bails. And then just by the random number generator, somebody ranks above you.
1: It's not totally random. So like one thing and I had to research this. So like, I understand where, where you're coming from. Um, <laughs> one of the things that they're taking into account that I didn't take into account when I was younger is how much of the level you're using. So like, if you go to the area that you, they like want you to expand on your strengths, like if you're a vert skater, you go right for the half pipe in uh, Marseille, France, Yeah. then they want you to go over to that area with the picnic table and the pool and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that's going to factor into your score right? as well. So like I, and I wasn't always good at doing that. So like, I will agree with you. That's a weird hidden like, maybe if they let you had a breakdown mm-hmm. at the end, it was, like, you get a 9 for your score, a 9 for, you know, not bailing, and a 4 for your level, com- you know, for variety or whatever, they want to call it. Maybe that would solve that problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um The series did away with these. Yeah. So, like, history has proven you right. Like, the series decided that they didn't want skate contest either. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I like the levels. I like the I like the places that are designed specifically for that. Like as somebody Skate who likes Skate Street is so good. Yeah, like the like the yeah exactly this the, the Skate Street yeah. one is probably my favorite level in the game. Yeah. Um, um, aside from the school, I really like the school.
1: Yeah, the school is wonderful.
0: Yeah, but uh, but yeah, just like 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 those are kind of a a real bummer for, for 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 me. Just because like not so much because I don't know how to maximize my score. Like you know you can hit you know the like the the mid nineties pretty, pretty easily if you know what you're doing, but just kind mm-hmm. of like there were, there were times where you have no control over how well anybody else does, which you shouldn't, but just kind of like, it's almost like a rubber banding thing where like, we don't want you to win this one this easily. So we're just going to put somebody above you.
1: Well, you just have to, you don't have to get first place to move on. Right. You just have right. like the
0: place. Right. Right. But if you're going so, after
1: the money or something like that, yeah. like, like,
0: you know, it's like sometimes, sometimes that, that, that gold place, or that you know, that that first place gold medal prize would be the difference between you moving on to the the, the um, area after the, right. the, 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 the the level after it because each level is unlocked by your career you know cash right
1: your career cash flow which I love is modestly one hundred and fifty thousand dollars right so it's like your career and that's when you retire because your <laughs> knees are shot and that's it because for you. your knees take are that Eric Costin um, yeah. <laughs> And what it's trying to do when that happens, when you don't quite have a new level unlocked, is to go back to old levels and and 100% them. Um, Getting, the one thing I don't like in this game is the getting all of the cash. Mm -hmm. Like, that can get really frustrating where to, you know, you, you, it's going to sound like I'm contradicting something I said earlier, but, like, you know, there's a a line of cash up on, like, the, you know, on the, the rails at the very top of the hangar. The getting enough speed to get up there is sometimes difficult, you know, especially at like lower stats. Mm-hmm. So if you get up there and you make one mistake, you may not have enough time in your run to get up there and try to get them again. Right. And like, it's a persistent world. You don't have to get all the cash in one run. But collecting all the cash was always my least favorite yeah. goal of the, of the level. Like, it felt like kind of collecting coins at worst. And uh, at best was just kind of like, this is neat when it works, but it's sometimes really difficult.
0: Yeah, it was a bummer for me, like, not so much kind of like, oh, here's another thing to get, because, like, that would kind of guide me towards different lines uh, that, mm-hmm. I, that I otherwise probably wouldn't have gone for, just, like, in search of getting them because, hey, spinny thing, grab it. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I was going after one of the random collectibles in a given level, so, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the tapes or whatnot, yeah. um, I would frequently mistake those for whatever that thing was. Yeah, And so it's kind of like, I think that I'm on the right path and I've, I've long ago forgotten kind of like where those things are. So I had to go back and rediscover that. And so like those being there was a distraction from what I was actually trying to do.
1: Right. And, and much like, uh, you know, games of this vintage that we're going to be dealing with for the next little while. Uh, this is not a pretty game. No. Like, you know, just like Mario golf and Deus Ex and, and everything like this is a pretty ugly game. Yeah. Um, which is kind of tough. Like I remember, when I first got this, being so amazed by the creator skater and like making yeah. a little version of myself. And at the time, I was like, that looks just like me. Yeah. And now looking at the thing, I was like, there's <laughs> no way that I constructed, a, a, you know, a, a pixel golem with enough <laughs> visual fidelity to be recognizable, even as, you know, somebody my gender. I,
0: you know i still i still have my uh i still have my my dreamcast vmu it like it, it is it is a polygon homunculus yeah
1: <laughs> like. yeah it, it, it is crazy um yeah it it, it looks bad um <laughs> and that's that you know, contributes contribute to that spinning thing uh yeah. you know out of the corner of your eye yeah um it's real, so? it's, it's real muddy.
0: It's real. It's real warped. I remember being super blown away uh, when I first played this on Dreamcast. Like it was my first Dreamcast game that I got. It was like mm-hmm. just you know tits on a ritz, man. But now going back to it, and it's not even you know it, it, it's not even like oh you're playing a standard definition thing on a high def TV. Like it is legitimately
1: ugly. <laughs> it's got to look better on Dreamcast than PlayStation, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like I I have never played the Dreamcast version of it. Do you control it with the analog stick? You can do either. Do you, What do you do?
0: I use the D-pad.
1: Okay. I, I can only imagine using the D-pad.
0: Yeah. Um, because the yeah. the Dreamcast analog stick is the
1: worst. Well, and just I like, can't imagine it controlling well with an analog stick. Right. You know, like you need that kind of precision. Like a lot of moves are double taps. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things we touch on a little bit, as I, I want to talk about a little more, is the uh, the hidden area oh, yeah. thing. That's awesome. Yep. Like, I mean, we, we, I've, we've we said it a bunch of times, you know, like the WAF, uh, WAF Parallel. Like, the best reward for playing a game well is more game. Right. And like, you know, figuring out how to unlock these areas, figuring out how to, you know, change your environments and kind of unlock just new playgrounds mm-hmm. is uh, is really cool. Yeah. Like it's, it's a great uh, great feature of the series. that's kind of always been in the series. Right. Um, so, so
0: like unlocking the subway rails in New York just by getting mm-hmm. all the tokens, right?
1: Yeah. Yep or uh you know i love the the school like you can get into the gymnasium yeah you know there which is which is really uh you know really counterintuitive how to do it mm-hmm. like you'll probably do it on accident the first time right before you figure out how to do it but uh you know it just and it stays open it's persistent right so you can go there and uh, mess around whenever you like yeah
0: you, you can do a grab trick off of the uh, off of the uh, basketball hoop if i remember correctly yeah yeah
1: yep, yep. you're yeah like a lip trick yeah um yep which is really cool, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we would be um because we so talking about so I think we both agree that it's like really a fun mechanical mm-hmm. game um, if you have you ever played um like the EA skate yeah,
0: I like that a lot
1: I have never played that
0: it, it's it's a different beast entirely, like mm-hmm. it's not like high flying you know super arcade-y. Uh it it, it does it, it takes advantage of the analog sticks pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, it definitely has a huge learning curve and for the first, like you have to worry so much more about just not falling off of your board for doing simple things. But when you get into it, um, it, you know, okay, this is a bit of an exaggeration, but have you played quap? Yeah. Yeah. it It is. It is like a very mild version of quap. <laughs>
1: You've seen the Quap cosplay, right?
0: No, no I have not.
1: It's incredible. <laughs> it's really funny. The guy does it really well, and there's a girl standing next to him with a keyboard. It's really funny. Um, the, uh, yeah, I, I've always wanted to look at or check out EA's skate, and uh, never just haven't done yeah. it. I'm sure it's like $7 now yeah, for the first it's, one, it's probably first really... or second one.
0: Yeah, so. I, I, the one that I played was Skate 3. Um, mm-hmm. It's
1: real good. I like it a lot i'm interested yeah um so a couple of, like kind of pan things about the game so we you know we talked we talked about it mechanically um i think we both like the levels i don't like the car, anything with cars no you can't see behind you right so you can really easily be like finishing a trick and manualing and have a car hit you <laughs> that sucks yeah, um, that is not acceptable.
0: Yeah, and they don't beep until after they like they're <laughs> until after here. they
1: hit you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> or yeah. or in the school, it's the the, the the groundskeeper on the golf cart. You know who yeah. shouts?
1: That's a, have that's a, out of the way. <laughs> have have out of the way. <laughs> 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 Oh no! Look back. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a pretty jackassy thing that that groundskeeper on the on the uh, 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 golf yeah. cart.
1: Yeah, there are yeah. hints of it. Hints yeah. of, of kind of what, what's to come. Because it's like, all the same same culture. Right. Like, you know, Bam Majera is a skater. Yep. You know, like, he's not just, just this, like, personification of... of <laughs> chaos. Immaturity. Yeah, he's not just this he's, agent he's, of chaos. He's he's, he's he's not a chaos elemental. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he, he, is, he is a skater. And, like, skaters like this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, like, one of the things... So, I mean, we'll save the big one for last. But, like, talking about the kind of cultural things that come with this... Um, is one of the things that was really, uh, entrancing to me when I played when I was younger was the videos that you unlock. Yeah. Yeah. For beating the game with different characters and with different, uh, different modes. Um, and like, I would never have watched like, but this kind of got me into watching skating like for several years there, me and my like roommates when I was like college age, if the X games were on, we'd sit around and drink beers and watch the X games. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. Like that was never how I saw myself. Like, <laughs> And here I am watching sports <laughs> on TV.
0: <laughs> watching extreme sports, which you can make any sport extreme by by having Play With Me by Extreme on in the background. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I was at a I was at a public house with my uh with, with with my older brother here recently. He was in town and uh we were eating fish and chips and drinking beer and the X games were on. We were watching it and we were just kind of like,
1: these these still happen. <laughs> yeah well they they still happen and it's still really impressive to me yeah you know like there's no there's no little bullshit as far as like feats of athleticism when it comes to this kind of thing you know like you look at a team sport and it's everyone is performing a role and the team is kind of creating this like machine where right. all the parts know what it does and that's impressive in a way but this is really this is more inventive mm-hmm. you know like this is more there's not like one mastermind calling the shots this is like seems more like personalized and a lot of that kind of comes through in this game, like down to like the designs and the sponsors and skateboards and videos and, and everything that you get that like, it's a very much like a personal sport. It's like, right. you know, man versus man. Like it's a, that's one thing that this has in common. With yeah, with I was,
0: I was fun. just going to say like, these yeah. are, these are both very, very solitary pursuits.
1: Yeah. We didn't uh, do that on purpose.
0: No, no, but yeah, it, it but it, 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 it stands out. And then the other thing being, uh, obviously, we were remiss not to talk about the
1: soundtrack. Oh fuck, man! Yeah,
0: so good. Like, like it, mo- most of its music that I wouldn't listen to of my own volition, right? Yeah. Like the perennial example, the the perennial example from the first game is uh, Superman by Goldfinger. Yeah. Like I, you know, like I, if Ska is on, I will not storm out of a room, but I do not go seeking <laughs> out Ska. Yeah. If that makes any sense, like that, like that that game and skating games in general make me fans of genres that i otherwise like wouldn't be all about mm-hmm. and and there are some stinkers there's a pop a roach on here yeah um <laughs> so somebody pops a roach but somebody uh, has
1: popped a roach there's yeah. also uh you know the uh power man 5000 worlds collide now this is one like worlds collide which i only have affection for because of this game yeah yeah that's like th- i would i would hate i don't think that's a good song by any means like, if your <laughs> song
0: a- if your song is used at the climax of the adam sandler film little nicky yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: is that is that actually is that true <laughs> yes it is oh way to watch little nicky jesus christ man i was like 12 when it came out um,
0: I was twelve and primed for Adam Sandler at that point.
1: Yeah, that's sad. You had a <laughs> bunch of rough years ahead of you. Like it was a long wait until Punch Drunk Love, my friend. Yeah. Like, you, you were in trouble, and I, it's probably a long wait for you now. That, that, that was about when I fell off.
0: Uh, was, yeah. was 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 little Nikki? Like uh, yeah. you know, I, I liked I liked Happy Gilmore again. Golf um, mm-hmm. liked Billy Madison. Um, yeah. Waterboy was okay. Um in in the loosest definition of okay, <laughs> yeah. so, like as, so as, of the as, as far as those things go, Little Nicky didn't care for. So, yeah,
1: it's it's widely considered to be like one of the worst movies. Yeah,
0: what was it you funny. said to be way to watch Little
1: Nicky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. The uh, uh, so the soundtrack like so it got me into songs, and this one I thought Superman was on the soundtrack for some reason. No, um, it's on the first one. This one, my favorite song on this soundtrack is uh, a no cigar by a band called melon yeah. Colin. Which I Melan Colin. Yeah. Which I don't know I've never heard of before or since. Right. But does that really good song. There's tons of good hip hop mm-hmm. on there, like fucking bring the noise.
3: Make a miracle, the miracle, black is black hole, in, we're gonna win check it out. Yeah, yo, come on. Here we go again.
1: That, that like Anthrax, Chuck D public Enemy, bring the mm-hmm. noise, like that is the best music to skate to. Yeah. Like it just works so fucking well. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing like it just feels awesome. Like you're doing, you know, really huge big tricks. And uh yeah. all the songs are timed out to be the right length too. Right. I noticed like they're all about two minutes long. Mm-hmm. And uh it just works out well. Yeah. You know, you kind of like create your own little miniature music videos. Mm-hmm this
0: thing yeah like bad religion you like that like like that's the highlight for me like i like bad religion anyway like you know like if i if i'm on a real aggressive terror like i will make a playlist of like bad religion and the replacements you know
1: (laughs) that's interesting because the replacements have some real like i love the replacements and that's a little bit more gary like pop friendly yeah he's like the replacements yeah totally they've got i mean they got some stuff that's angry but then they've also got like yeah in the sky and stuff. Yeah,
0: they've also got like Alex Chilton, but I always kind of I always kind of, yeah. kind of lump them in with that, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like punkish. I guess they're pretty they're they're, they're pretty uh, polished to be punk, but
1: yeah. yeah, they're they're like a harder R.E.M. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, but and then, uh, yeah.
0: like swinging utters, like the five lessons learned. That's really how does that one go? Oh man, it's got that it's got a guitar riff. To, ought to do it because it's not really a, a, a melody. It's it's one of the more like shredding ones. Mm. Yeah. Let me see here the the one with the most deaf. Oh
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the, the B boy document a, a yeah. yeah
0: yeah it's it's okay. all a bunch of good stuff like the like the like the like the hit to miss ratio like in going back through and like reviewing these. So I could fail mm-hmm. to bring up that swing and utter song <laughs> when you asked me for it. <laughs> it just kind of like, yeah, that one's kind of white noise, but like when, when it hits, it really hits.
1: Yeah, it really hits. And for a game soundtrack, like this isn't the first license in a game by any means, but it's some of the best use of it, you know?
0: Um, and this was, this was two years prior to, uh, um, two years prior to Vice City.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, was, was this a contemporary of crazy taxi?
0: Uh, just about like, they were yeah. like, like crazy taxi was like dreamcast. So like, that would have been like 1999. So yeah. like that was more in line with the, with the first, uh, Tony Hawk's pro skater.
1: Yeah. But I mean, and so the, and Tony Hawk's pro skater one had a similar thing. Right. Crazy taxi has a way worse soundtrack. Yeah. Like this is, this is a way more tasteful soundtrack. Um, yeah. you know, it just expose me to a bunch of new songs that I wouldn't yeah. have thought I liked. Like what a cool thing for a game to do. It's not that, yeah. you know, it's not like games don't do that, mm-hmm. but it's, it was a cool thing, especially at the time. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we are going, I was going to
0: say, just like, it seems to match with the culture and the tone so well, yeah. like, you know, I, I don't normally like the, the only reason that I associate hip hop with, with skating is because of this, but it just feels right.
1: The same. So here's a, a thing, the yeah. same in exactly the opposite way that Mario golf is not like a full expression of Mario uh-huh. or golf. This is a complete package of skating. Right. Like, can you think of another game that packages like a, a subculture like this, like music, aesthetics, like mm-hmm. the traditions, like the, re, you know, you get VHS tapes in this because there was a huge tape trading scene, right? You know, the tournaments, like the lifestyle with it, like it is an entire, mm-hmm. like kind of subcultural thing.
0: Yeah. The low That pay. is all put together.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the $150,000 before your knees blow out. <laughs> you know, it is, it is like a game that is like an artifact of, of, you know, and that's really neat. Yeah. You know, like a, like kind of a pan, uh, you know sensory experience mm-hmm. or something like that like that's awesome yeah the uh, and I was gonna say real quick um, you know we'd be remiss if we didn't also mention the uh, the park creator
0: oh yeah yeah I remember having a lot of fun with that
1: yeah I spent an insane amount of time yeah with that thing and it's pretty good like it's like it would obviously be more powerful on a PC like something with a mouse right or precise placement placement but it's not bad it's like better than RPG maker one yeah like as far as this kind of experience on a PlayStation one mm-hmm. um, yeah,
0: it's laid out in a grid and you have access to like a bunch of different, a bunch of different things. Like you can just make it a level that's all punji pits.
1: Yeah. You know, so you yeah. can,
0: so you can fall in a shit covered steak.
1: Yeah. exactly. <laughs> when we found out what punji meant, me and my friends, and like, Oh man, <laughs> yeah, we did. Speaking of those punji pits, like I made like me and my friends, the big thing that I did is this, it was, we used to sit around and drink and do something that was called Tony Hawk's pro josting. Is because I I misspelled jousting when I named the track. And what it was, was each skater would start on one side of the, uh, the arena. You'd have a run up to a half pipe. You go up the half pipe to get speed. Then you would end up on the same rail with punji pits on either side, going towards one another from opposite sides (laughs) of the biggest stadium. And then you would just try to be the person who didn't fall off into the shit covered spike. And then you won that joust. And then you would do multiple rounds. Wait. So, so,
0: are you both on the same on the same spike or not same spike?
1: So, yeah, same rail, going as fast as you can towards each other. Okay, towards the middle of the arena with like death spikes on either end. So, so that kind of turns into a game of chicken, which is
0: like who jumps first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That is really and good. It, yeah, it was awesome, and like uh-huh. it, it was, it was really, really fun. And like the, the uh, the other thing you can do is if you take um, four corner pieces mm-hmm. of a pipe and put them together, you create kind of like a nipple. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing, and if you get on that, you can uh, grind on it and just spin <laughs> like, brrr, like really, really fast yeah. because it, uh,
0: yeah. Um, and you, yeah. So, so this gets at something that I didn't experience this time, but is totally a true thing. The multiplayer, mm-hmm. like the modes that they put into this, work really, really well. Like, yeah, there is like score attack, but they're like like horse or uh, yeah. what, what was it like the like the graffiti, the tagging, you know? Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah.
1: The, yeah, the horse is really clever. Yeah. Like the, just, you know, just what is the risk you're going to take to do a better trick than me? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to push your abilities just a little bit further in order to like bump your score just above. Right. Like, God, did I spend a lot of time on this game? <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, like the, the first one in this game I spent so much time on mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ.
0: Yeah. No. Like, and even this time, like I got through, I like, I opened up all the levels in one sitting. Yeah. Like yep, yep. I just, I, I sat down on a Saturday night and I just did this thing for like two hours. And like, it was like this cathartic, it was like a cleanse almost.
1: It's super. I was, uh, I was having like a, a day when I needed to. So then another thing that ties these games together, like all these accidental things, like I'll do that with a uh, toadstool tour as well. Like if I'm feeling the need to like, just take my mind off something, mm-hmm. that game's a real fun game for like just listening to podcasts. And I did that a lot when I was younger,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and just kind of cleanse. Um, I lost my train of thought.
0: Something about this that that being the case this time.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah. So, so I was feeling that way recently, you know, because I had this like you know pretty fairly rough year with my you know in impending divorce and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the remake of this, like the HD version, came out, I downloaded it like pretty excitedly because this is not a game you can get uh, on like a virtual service mm-hmm. for some reason. And I had misplaced my copy of it um for for the show i ended up buying you know another copy for dirt cheap but anyway so i I just wanted to play some tony hawk i got the hd version and it's so weird because on the surface it feels like when you just look at it it's like oh this is just tony hawk this is fine and then the longer you play it the worse it feels like and there's just there's a lot of things subtly off about it yeah and it's just like not as fun like i was seeking that kind of same kind of experience and just totally lost it with the remake
0: right yeah. I, I I only had to play the demo to like think like, nope, not for me. Yeah. Like, and that's not me saying like, oh man, I, I caught, I caught wise this faster than you did because I don't think anybody wins there, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's just like, it's, it, I don't know if it's the engine. I don't know. Like if, it, if it's like them trying to take these maneuvers from later games and put them into, into the, tr- the tracks from the earlier games. Um, it's the uh, I mean again uh, like the, the, uh, there's a, there's the a good feel, Aaron single.
1: Right? Like Aaron single talks about it and does it perfectly like yeah he's it's, it's the feel everything's slower mm-hmm. which I didn't realize he points out a really good a bunch of really good examples of how like yeah. it, the sound effects are worse
0: and oh, it just yeah. kind of
1: doesn't work so that video is worth watching if uh, you guys are fans of this series yeah he does a good job of pointing out like arcing this series he does a similar one for Sonic too that's oh, really yeah? good huh. yeah he like does arcs the Sonic series and is like this one's good. this is why they've been fucking up lately. <laughs> you know, this is why these new games are terrible.
0: I would like to like play Project Eight or Proving Ground and then go to go to the remake you know like the you know the h d remake and mm-hmm. figure out like how much of the shittiness was like them taking that general decay of the series and you know back to these, yeah. the, the these earlier things,
1: yeah. I also, like, I mean, when we talk about, this is only semi-related to that, but when we talk about the shittiness, like, this game was one of those weird things where somebody makes, you know, you've heard the the expression, like, you have all your life to make your first album and you have six months to make your second. Right. Like, this was a surprise hit and immediately became, like, this huge cash cow right. thing for Activision where they had to constantly be pumping out sequels, mm-hmm. you know, and it's no wonder they got dumber and yeah. worse because they had to do something, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know that I have anything else to say about it. No, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm still happy. It's in my PlayStation. Like if I get, especially if I can get a, get somebody over here, like I would totally play some horse, Mm -hmm. some people that would be, that'd be fun. And I did spend like a night, you know, after I playing it, like going on YouTube and like checking out these bands and seeing if any of their other songs are good. And the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> for for we, the most part. We, we, we did, we
0: didn't, rec- we didn't acknowledge the existence of rage against the machine on here.
1: Yeah. I, I kind of hate that band. Like I, <laughs> and even on here, I still, still kind of hate it. Like when yeah. I don't want to sound cooler than anyone, but when that band first was like big on the radio and stuff, I was like, who are these losers and why are they so angry? You guys look <laughs> like idiots. Like, you know, you're posturing like mm-hmm. this video, you look, fucking obnoxious you're not yeah. that angry i don't know like that was my my expression like you know, they, like ian mckay knows how to look angry or like be angry like you just sound like impotent rage holy cat shut the fuck up <laughs> like to anyone listening to this and thinking that i'm torturing my cat like this is around when i feed him he's not starving he's just being a real dick do, do you need to go here dude no we can wrap up okay i don't i don't want to encourage him I wasn't encouraged. Why should I encourage my kid?
0: Warm to injure. Uh, I'm hot to death. I'm foul. Plus, I'm winning. You think I shot the ref? Uh-huh. Rock a vest if you out of tone speaking. Uh-huh. Cause I'm right there like nightmares. I catch them seas while they sleeping. I'm back. These rap cats is wild. Wow. Got them in the studio popping
2: by uh-huh. you. Remastering they but I'm about to re-up and restructure the case. You stuck. You about to get rearranged in the place. I got plans for this rap game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Put your head in the and Look, son.
0: If you think my shit can change, my shit is out of your range. Rip you out of your frame. Cop your tape and the next day, cop in exchange. If you ain't rockin' raw, what you rockin' for? Without heat,
2: y'all MCs ain't hot no more. So for you lame cats trying to put your head out, try rockin' back and forth. It might be
3: easy to get your shit out. There was a jam at the center, and the party was shakin' And the poppers was poppin' And the breakers was breakin'
1: So
0: you've heard what we have to say about uh, about this game. Uh, we put out a call for responses, and all of them had to do with Tony Hawk. So that's why we didn't have anything with uh, with, with, with Mario Golf. Um, you know, the, the, the intention was to do, like, game responses for that, then, you know, game, then responses for that. But uh, this has all been kind of, like, you know, backloaded. So... Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of interesting. We never like we some games we'll do and we're like we know this is going to get a big response from people. Mm-hmm. And some games like this, like I thought this was a pretty beloved series. Yeah. But uh apparently, you know, nobody had anything to say about it. And maybe, you know, maybe they people like it but they're just like, "Eh." Like it, I, it, I don't, I don't. It, it
0: like there there's real, you know, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. It's all on the page.
0: Yeah. So, um, so okay. what is what is Mr. Awesome name have to say?
1: Uh Jay Travis Woodside of the the Saxville Woodsides um says <laughs> I hate skateboarding, skateboarding. I hate the culture surrounding it, and I hate that my twin brother got so into it that the curb outside our home was perpetually covered with wax. But I love Tony Hawk 2. It's a game good enough that it will reach any demographic. I attested the soundtrack and didn't know who any of the skateboarders were, but the creative mission structure and solo mechanics sold me. Plus, you could be Spider-Man. He's pretty good at skateboarding, just like a real spider. (laughs) We didn't mention unlocking Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, also neat. How do you do that? I forget. Like, his, his special moves were real cool because they involved the web.
1: Yeah. Um, it's uh, you. I think you just beat the game once. I think you have to 100% it to get the cop. Right. But uh, I think you just beat – or no, you beat it with your own character. Oh, yeah. You yeah. create a character and beat the game. You get Spider-Man.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was yep. fun. There's also a level called Skate Heaven, which is like Rainbow Road, but for yeah. skateboarding.
1: Yeah, it was super fun to try to get into that volcano. Yeah. That's in the middle of, of space. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was really fun. They have yeah. kind of a they start a history of doing these kind of creative last bonus levels.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, which are real fun. And that helicopter drop <laughs> thing, which is like somebody could really do that. I wonder if that's ever been done. Right. Like, which is insane. <laughs>
0: You'd have to pay him 150000 so he could yeah. you know, go on living yeah. after his knees blew out. Uh, yeah,
1: just, he yeah, just has his one uh, one last big score. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for my final it's trick. Money for, it's enough money to live for five years. Uh, and,
0: and for my final trick, a reenactment of The Last Flight of D.B. Cooper.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, man, so like much like playing Guitar Hero made me get a guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because NeverSoft did the later Guitar Heroes. Mm-hmm. Like I got a skateboard after after playing the the first uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater.
1: I I, I never did, um, but something that did happen. I'm I'm glad that you said that. Reminded me of this. Um, I worked at a uh, dispatch company for tow trucks uh-huh. overnight, and uh, me and my buddy Derek, I would bring in a tiny TV and a PlayStation and play video games because it was really slow and management wasn't there which was awesome. <laughs> um, and they had like a company raffle that everyone was entered in. We didn't know that we were entered into it. And I won a Razor scooter. <laughs> and that night, me and Derek, me and my buddy, Derek, um, were, uh, you know, fucking around and, and, laughing about this Razor scooter that I had and trying to do tricks in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Walmart overnight to, uh, to buy video games to play during work. Cause it was actually a pretty rad job. <laughs> and, uh, they had made a knockoff of this. That was Razor scooter skating. Oh yeah,
2: bo- I've played that.
1: Yeah, so I had the razor scooter like knockoff of this and the razor scooter, but not the <laughs> skateboard and uh, Tony Hawk.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, mm-hmm. that like that that, that, was, that was the whole thing. Like I could Ollie and stuff, but I fell down more often than not.
1: Yeah, skating is hard. It's
0: really, really fucking hard, and it's yeah. one of those things. So, so, so to give you, to, so to give you, kind of like a, a glimpse into like thirteen year old Cole at this point, I had a, 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 a skateboard that had a Dragon Ball Z character on the bottom of it.
1: That that is a very thirteen year old Cole <laughs> <laughs> to, to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. Uh, a glimpse previously only known by Cole's pediatrician. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pull
0: the ripcord on that one.
1: Yeah, let's um, let's let's move on. Okay, segue, 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 segue. People hate it when we do that. Do they? I can't tell what people like or hate. I just know whether they mention it. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, attention is good attention. Yeah, in my no, mind.
0: no such thing as a bad review. <laughs> Um, except for anything less than five stars. No, so Nick Glauber via Facebook says, I played a lot of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, but not so much of the rest of the series, surprisingly. I played enough to see the new mechanics and most of the new maps, but only the first one managed to rope me in. Uh,
1: Nick is my friend in real life. He, is, uh, uh, he was on an episode of Bond Fireside Chat and everything. And this genuinely surprised me. Like, just knowing Nick, I always I walk around assuming, like, oh, yeah, Nick was really into Tony Hawk. And then realized based on this that I wasn't basing that on anything. Like I just, I, just, I was like, yeah, of course he was. Yeah. Um, but no, he never really liked the series, and I had no idea. I just assumed <laughs> that he did. Is, is that
0: is that like when uh, like in our, in our case, my 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 grandma for for some reason people got the impression that she liked collecting frogs. You know, frog mm-hmm. memorabilia. You know, just like, mm-hmm. oh, here's a cute clock that has a frog on it. And here's a, you know, here are some, you know, stepping stones for your garden that look, that look like lily lily pads. And then finally she just kind of like, I don't want these frogs anymore. <laughs> and just kind of like, and then it turned into, but I thought you loved. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: always sad when that happens, but it's kind of a blessing when you know somebody like that. Oh, yeah. Because you can just like, just, I'm just going to go find someone with a stupid fucking frog on it. <laughs> my, my first uh, girlfriend in high school was like that. Like she and it was with frogs so she, was, she, was, she, was, she was there there's a lot to be said about that whole relationship but like he uh, it was problematic in many ways but that was one of the things was like I was just like well this is easy
3: yeah.
1: um yeah no it wasn't like that it was just kind of like he's into skating in real life mm-hmm. he he's a lot younger than I am I forget that so I wonder how if that might have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's roughly my I mean, age right uh, I think he's a little bit younger than you oh well. Um, like a year. I think he might be, though. And I'm not trying to. He could also, also just not like it. I'm not trying to find an explanation where there to. doesn't need to be one. <laughs> like, oh, my God, my whole worldview is shattered. But I did walk around assuming Nick was really into Tony Hawk. Huh. Not the case. Not the case. Um, Amy Holbrook, one of our favorites, uh, she says, I never owned Tony Hawk 2 proper, but my cousins did. It is fantastic. Uh, no cigar being my strongest memory of it, along with When Worlds Collide, which I still work out to. When Worlds Collide! And bizarrely enough, uh, it had a really good GBA semi-port, which I did own and played the shit out of. When when did we talk about the GPA port of? Uh, we talked about sorry, Max it in Payne?
0: Max Payne. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. I, I still recall that.
0: I still recall that being good. Like like a faithful representation of something that it had no business even trying to represent.
1: I I just think that that isometric from like a diagonal that mm-hmm. quarter view isometric thing is just doesn't work for me
0: did you like, not like 720
1: um no <laughs> um or like land stalker or whatever <laughs> that um there's that uh alundra
0: oh yeah alundra um,
1: yeah i i just don't that doesn't work for me
0: snes shadow run
1: i shadow run i like
0: clearly earthbound
1: Earthbound only does it in one area. <laughs> yeah. um, you I'm, know just that, try- I'm the, just uh, trying to catch. You. In general, it doesn't work for me. Okay. In general, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it always doesn't. Yeah. But the Game Boy Advance version of it got good reviews. Like I bought it and played it. Right. So I was definitely interested in it. But I I just remember it not working for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh huh. And finally, James Robinson via Facebook says, I remember Tony Hawk 2 being on the big screen in a few pubs at the time. Considering that you don't see many games in drinking establishments, I would consider that to be a testament to TH2's pick-up-and-play style.
1: Man, I'll this go to a bar with that.
0: Yeah, although this may just be me with my specific uh, physical and mental maladies, but uh, I can't imagine a quicker uh, recipe for
1: motion sickness. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think it would do it for me. I think I'd be fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. on
0: a big screen. Bleh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you you could. I could play it, and you could face me. And I could pretend to pay attention to what you're talking about while playing Tony uh, yes. Hawk.
0: Well, you can do that. Like it's, it's <laughs> sure, dear. It's it's, it's,
1: it's, 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 it's,
0: it's yes, you're, <laughs> yes, dear. Yes, dear.
1: Cycle dear. Yes, dear. On the record, dear. <laughs> no, I was, I was going to say
0: play Tony Hawk 2 with a with picture in picture of, uh, of of an episode of Yes, dear, in the bottom right. <laughs> but you're listening to the audio and also talking to me.
1: Oh, yeah, that would truly be when worlds collide.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, like, but, but it very much is like, it's a, it's a, like a, what is it? Delta wave kind of game. Like Mm. it it only engages a certain lobe of your, of your head, uh, that, that like you, you only have to half be paying attention to it,
1: which is a podcast games. Yep. Yep. And and they're great for that. It's like what luminous would be if it wasn't, uh, uh, you know, so synesthetic, if 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 the sound wasn't so, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. So yeah, so thanks, everybody. So, yeah, thank you guys very much. Um, as we said at the beginning of the show, um, just in way of admin stuff, and we're going to harp on this a little bit. We're not going to spend the exact same amount of time as we spent at the beginning, but just let you know. Um, the big biggest thing you can do to help us out uh, right now would be to go to that Kickstarter
0: right.
1: page. So uh, duckfeed.tv forward slash Kickstarter will take you there. Um, please help us do the live show.
0: Yes and yep. we'll 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 let, we'll let the pitch video um and the page say more about it you heard plenty at the
1: beginning uh mm-hmm. we would just really love your support yep we really appreciate it so yeah. as a you know we are asking you for money yep and there, we're okay or with that boy that feels
0: weird saying we're we're okay with it
1: <laughs> uh, cool i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know man yeah um so in <laughs> addition to that um if you uh and or not even in addition to that do that instead yeah. Um, don't do any of this other stuff that we're going to say, such so yeah. as ratings and reviews, all that stuff. Please don't, you know, yeah. don't do that. Instead, just go to the Kickstarter. That's yeah. the best thing. Right if, now.
0: if you're in a locality that doesn't offer a Kickstarter, we're trying to think of a way to get around that, get in contact with me and let me know what the best, like, like, like if you're like, I want to give you this money, we, we can figure mm-hmm. something out for you and I can keep track of those things kind of separately. Yeah. So, and so that, that's kind of the one up- side of it.
1: Right. And so it still counts towards us getting our goal because, like Kickstarter, you have to make your goal to get the the money. Mm-hmm. So what we'll probably do is get the money from you somehow, and then we'll donate it in your name. Right. You know, um, it'll still all work. You'll still get all the same stuff.
0: Yeah, and you um, you won't have to account for like the fees and stuff. So if you PayPal it to us, and there's you know, and there's a chunk taken away, you're still going to be considered having
1: done the yeah. full amount. So that's yep, yep. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, you can do, do all that stuff, but mainly Kickstarter, yep. um, listen to our other shows. We've gone on about those yeah. at length. Um, so let's talk about instead what we're doing next. Yes,
0: yes. So next, I'm very excited about this, as you are, too, if your Facebook posts mm-hmm. are, uh, are, are are any indication. We're going to be doing a two-part episode about Deus Ex for the PC, yes. which, is, Indeed.
1: Uh, which is Steamable, and it's also go- goggable. Yep, Steamable, goggable. Um, it's on, you know, it's even PS2-able. If you're like a young version of me and you, you know, that was the only way you could play Deus Ex, (laughs) um, which was true the first time I played through the game, um, it holds up Yep. for it has, at least for me so far, um, super fun. So many things that like are really influential to what I love about modern games. Like when games take cues from this, it's just so many, you know, lessons in this that I wish were uh, came, you know, things that I wish came across more often.
0: Now that it's uh, kind of on top of us, where are we playing to?
1: Um, we are playing until you get to Hong Kong. So it's so beginning
0: Hon- of Hong Kong, not end of Hong,
1: Hong Kong. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So I looked at the, the times again, um, because of the way that our when we do two parters, we tend to talk about more generalities in the first half. It makes sense to start the second episode with Hong Kong. Right. So, uh, you know, and in case anyone's not played it, we won't talk about too much in the way of spoilers just yet. Um, but yeah, if you're in Hong Kong, that's when the second episode starts. Right. Yep. Um, after that, we are doing Soul Blazer for the SNES, um, a game I have played, but it's been a really long time. It is an overhead action RPG, um, one I really uh, remember enjoying. And uh, Murph Murphy recommended, I think, in person on Bonfireside Chat mm-hmm. um, is how this one got to our radar, even though we've been kicking around for a while. Right. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Have not started it yet, but it's available via Google. Mm-hmm.
0: And then we've just finally uh, figured out what we're going to be doing for our uh, fiftieth episode, which is Castlevania Three.
1: Yep, we've never done a Castlevania game before. Um, It's it's you know huge deal. Mm -hmm. Castlevania is wonderful. We we didn't want to do Symphony of the Night because it'd be a two parter, Mm -hmm. and we just did a Metroid game. So uh, Castlevania Three. Yes, for the SNES episode fifty spectacular. For the SNES or the NES. The NES is what I meant to say. There we go. There we you go. knew what I meant to say. You were just trying to get me. There. You were just trying to punish me. With no, that. no, I wasn't. I wanted to be entirely clear
0: <laughs> oh. because there may be some something oh, that. Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: you're right. Sorry, I, I thought the worst of you, oh, dear. <laughs> no, um, the uh, expect great music. Oh, during yeah. that episode. Yeah. That game has wonderful music. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we say this every once in a while. Um, that's all we have planned, other than one game for the summer and the game for the live show. Mm-hmm. So your suggestions are valuable.
0: Yes, they are. We, uh, you know, we we have that list and we and we consider it when we're looking
1: at uh, when we're looking at uh, what to do next. Yeah, yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, go uh, go to duckfeed.tv forward slash contact suggest a game. Um, in the meantime, what else can they do? Cole,
0: um, they can uh, give our Kickstarter a look and maybe kick us a couple of bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, um, they can do that. They can uh, you know get over their prejudices for. Turn, uh, you know, turn of the century, low resolution, uh, you know, 32-bit games and and find the the nuggets of of goodness within um, or don't in the case of Mario (laughs) Golf. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then go to more attractive looking systems. Yeah. Or uh, you can uh, watch out for fireballs. Watch out for golf balls. Which is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2.
0: Which is a skate. uh, God damn
1: it. It is a skate.
0: It is a skate.